0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
1: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense because they don't want me to.
0: That's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. From the Six Hour Studios. They're never gonna stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom. Mark Mark Walters. Walters. Oh,
1: scrambling behind the scenes here to get the show up and running today. Greg down in Dallas, Texas, here in the Sig Sauer Studios on this crossbreed holster's platinum and very powerful microphone. i have it brought to you today by X-Insurance. Greg, I'm wearing a hat that has PHX on it. My son said to me the other day, is that a girl's hat, Daddy? I said, no, it's a hat for PHX. It stands for Phoenix. Why would a PHX hat be a girl's hat? I've got Uh-oh. no idea. Is there such thing as a girl's ball cap? I guess there is. I mean, yeah, softball,
2: baseball, that kind of a thing in other sports.
1: Yeah, well, you know, hey, I, I wear the hat, the PRG hat from time to time. That is my wife's ball cap hat. I like that hat. And at the PRG is pink ribbon girls. My wife is now. We're within two weeks of being a five year cancer free breast cancer survivor. Boom. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So I, just to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, I will be uh, uh, attending a, uh, a follow-up appointment with her during the second hour. I'm going to skedaddle out of here to meet her at an appointment. These are great appointments to have, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. After all this time. I- I'm telling you what, man. Because I'll tell you, that was a scary five, well, actually two years. But uh, come out of it really, really good. And I encourage all ladies out there, get your tests. Don't, don't be scared to do this stuff. You got to do these things, Okay. You save your life. Believe me, we're living proof of it here at AAR Ranch. So yeah, it was a, I'll tell you what, because, yeah, you know, we got that news right after the show ended in 2017, Greg. Wow. Yeah, I had, I walked outside. It was a Thursday, just got off the air, uh, poured my wife a glass of wine. It was in October, the 11th to be exact. And we were sitting by a fire pit out there. The show was over. It was only a one hour show at the time. And. Uh, the, uh, the imaging center called her and said, uh, eh, we didn't like what we see here. You need to come back the next day. And boom, all of a sudden, your wife is upside down. Yeah, absolutely. And then you, you, Now we're five years in, 100% boom, free. Feel free to play that applause one more time because that's a huge deal. <laughs> proud, proud, proud of her and, and proud of all of you. That can, don't skimp on that. Make sure you do that. Do not miss that test. That's the public service announcement for the day today. Well, so we're real you know. proud of that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll give you the ex- uh, the exact uh, info, the date, and everything because we're really happy about that stuff. So it's really good news. Needless to say, you'll be getting a, an encore while I do that today, and I hope you understand. But that's okay. We'll be back for two hours tomorrow to hammer them, and we're going to hammer the crap out of them for the next hour. Are you ready for this one? Let's go. Be great. Well, let's do this. Where can people watch us in high definition now we, now that we've got all kinds of new cool stuff? See, we keep adding stuff to the studio, and, oh boy, really strong video production. Greg, tell people where they can go to watch the show as we prep for this hour. Go ahead. All right,
2: sure. Yeah, head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In that top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a slap, and when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. If you're doing something like driving or something else important, and you can't watch, you'd rather listen. We'll click that Listen Live. Link right above Watch Live. And uh, when you see the subsequent window open up, you'll have two links there. One's for the Monday through Friday Daily Defense Show, which is this broadcast. And then you'll have another for the Sunday Monster Cast. Just be sure to click appropriately if you have missed a previous program and you want to get caught up, or uh, maybe you have to catch the program a little bit later. Well, we've got a podcast link right above Listen Live. You can head over there and just catch up on anything you may have missed. Uh, Lastly, if you're a big fan of the show, well, actually, I don't want to skip this one. If you want to support the show, head on down to our shop link and pick up some merch and support you some AAR gear out amongst the town. Uh, Be the talk of the town, actually. You have your AAR stuff going on. And lastly, if you want to join our live chat, head over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, and create your profile and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations.
1: Hey, that's the way it's done. I like some of the comments. I like Martin's comment here. You're totally rocking the hubby thing, Mark. Yeah, I got to. (laughs) That's just you sign up for it, right? You got to do those things. Every once in a while, you have to do those things. All right. So now let's have some fun at the Democrats expense. Did does it do you has anybody ever been to Asheville, North Carolina? Greg, you ever been to Asheville, North Carolina? I have not. Mountain town. Beautiful little place. And it has been a tourist town for many, many, many years. Is that some out there near Bragg? No, no, it's it's up in the southwestern okay. area, western North Carolina in the mountains. OK, just you know, out of northeast Georgia up in there where northeast Georgia butts up against the Carolinas. And you've it's a Democrat run town. And I, I like to make the comparison. It's a lot like Austin kind of sort in a weird way. You know, you got this and North Carolina is getting we make up our own words here. Can I say it's getting purpler? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a tough one. Say that three times fast. Purpler, 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 purpler. Purple or purple or purple or purple or purple or North Carolina. Funny place. A lot of comparisons to Montana, Wyoming. You would think North Carolina would be far redder than it is. But it's not. It's kind of a it, it kind of is, but it's not. Is it a gun friendly state? Yes. But it's not like a really super gun friendly state like you would expect it to be down south. It's kind of a little weird outlier out there. I mean, you get permits, but you got to get ID cards. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just kind of crazy, weird stuff. Asheville is a beautiful it's set down in the mountains, and aesthetically, it's a beautiful place. Now, I have a neighbor whom I will not mention by name because it doesn't matter, whose wife took a job in Asheville, and she commutes back and forth. We'll go out there for a week and come back and go out for a week and come back. And several months ago said, boy, let me tell you something. You don't go downtown at night. Asheville has gotten so bad. Fox ran a story the other day about four days ago, and I kind of threw this over to the side. and I figured I'd get to it on one of the daily shows. And today's the day to do it. But the headline on it was Democrat run tourist town sees 200 percent surge in break ins amid violent crime spike. Wildly frustrating. Now, the department, the police department, is down personnel, nearly 50 percent. Nobody wants to police it. They've got left wing everything. Any it, I'm, This is a disease. Break-ins in Asheville, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, saw a near 200 percent monthly surge in January. And that's amid an overall violent crime spike. Asheville Police Department serves the town is roughly 90,000 people. They responded to 41 break ins through 2022. They've already fielded 11 reports of break ins in 2023 as of January 31st. Wow. Just the first month of the year. This is what you get when you let Democrats run amok. Who else resides in Asheville? They've got a large Antifa presence, apparently, in Asheville. Hmm. Chris Faber, I'm going to quote from this Fox piece from four days ago. Chris Faber, whose bar in downtown Asheville was targeted twice last month, within a span of a few days, told a news outlet, ABC affiliate WLOS is who he was talking to. I pulled that up as well, too, and it's scary stuff when you look at the string of stories told the news outlet that a suspect broke into his establishment and stole about 20 bottles of whiskey and up to 800 in cash. He was then, get this, recorded on a surveillance video breaking into a neighboring business right down the street, stealing cash from its register. And he says, it's wildly frustrating, and mostly for me it's frustrating because I'm not comfortable leaving my bar by itself when it happens that frequently. We just don't know what to do as a preventative measure other than what we're already doing. I have an idea what you do as a preventative measure. Put a sign up that says uh, this place is occupied 24-7. Come on in. But then you know what what will happen to you in a left-wing city with a left-wing progressive DA? You'll be charged with a crime because you were likely, they'll, they'll consider you laying in wait. Think about that. To protect your own business, Chucky McKelvey owns a bar in downtown Asheville. She said that a suspect broke into her business on January 18th and made it off with alcohol and a cash register filled with, get this, seven dollars worth of quarters. <laughs> oh gosh, I feel like we're all suffering the problem, but none of us really have a great solution. I have the solution for you. I would bet. I can tell. I can hear armed American radio listeners right now saying that in unison. I know what the solution is, she says, and I continue. Of course, if more police presence were there, that would be a helpful deterrent. But I understand that's just not an option right now. Think about that. Business owners in a little tourist town tucked away in the Blue Ridge Mountains, Asheville, North Carolina. Would you ever think A little town like Asheville, North Carolina, would have a problem like that? Let me tell you why it has a problem like that as we go to a break. Because it's run by Democrats, progressive failed policies, soft on crime, that allows this nonsense to happen. And guess what? Asheville's just a little tiny microchasm of bigger Democrat-run cities, isn't it? We'll be right back. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Daniel Defense, great company. DanielDefense.com. If you are watching the high-definition video, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for that. Six Hour Studios lit up for you. Crossbreed Holsters Mike. All of it brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. We're just talking about North Carolina. There's, there's, I have some more info in this. The, the Asheville, North Carolina area. And it's getting worse. It's not far from me. And you hear a lot about it. A lot of people from here used to go there on vacation. Oh, let's go up to Asheville. Beautiful place, right? Uh, I always say you got beautiful mountains right up the road from you in Georgia. Little towns like Ellijay where if you try to rob a gas station... You soon find out that everybody in the station is armed,
4: right? Remember that story,
1: Craig? Why go to Asheville? Right? We've got some beautiful, beautiful mountain areas here in the state of Georgia. If you're into the outdoor parks and stuff like that, why go somewhere else? But I get it. Uh, there's gambling. There's casino up there that's not far away. The Cherokee uh, deal, I believe, is up there. So I, I I just don't see any any need for me to do those things. I just really don't in those particular areas because I'm aware of what crime is like if I pay attention to this stuff. But according to the continuing, and this is a this is from WLOS, I believe. Let me scroll through. I want to get the right credit on there. I believe it was WLOS. Anyway, yeah, I, think yeah, it was. I think so. I think it was. I think it was, think it was right. But the uh, surge comes, the break-in and uh, surge comes amid a violent crime spike in the historic mountain town, which has seen an influx of people moving in from out of state during recent years. Violent crime in Asheville increased 31% per 100,000 people between 2016 and 2020. Now, in a town of 90,000 people, that is a massive jump in violent crime. Remember, violent Crime. What is violent crime? How do you define violent crime? Getting pushed down on the street, somebody grabbing your chain, somebody stick a gun in your face, somebody carjacking you, rape, some type of violent domestic assault, a violent robbery, an armed robbery. Those are all violent crimes, right, Greg? I would agree, yeah. Okay. Break-ins, maybe not necessarily considered a violent crime. I consider it a violent crime if it's if it's my business. And as far as I'm concerned, natural law. Forget man-made law. Natural law gives me the right to defend that business because that's my livelihood. It's your property. That's my property. That's my store. Those are my goods. You take it, you're probably going to fall down. Because I would consider staying. Now, I, you know, as an entrepreneur, I've run a few businesses in my life. I've slept in my office more times than I care to count, Greg. I'm used to being the first one there and the last one leaving over the years. Mm -hmm. You run your own shop, that's what you have to do. Yeah, you do. And it's very difficult to find people. Anybody, that, if you run your own business, you know what I'm talking about. It's very difficult for an entrepreneur to delegate responsibility and authority to other people because it's hard to find somebody that thinks and acts and runs a business, your business with the passion you do because it's your business. And if you find somebody like that, you better do everything in your power to keep them because they're tough to find. But you have to in order to continue to grow because you get to a point. Where you realize I can't do this all by myself. But guess what happens when it comes time to protecting that? That's my business. Now, response to that. Would you walk around Asheville, North Carolina, unarmed, knowing just what I told you now without any more detail?
2: No, nope, never.
1: That's between. 2016 and 2020, that's nearly double, ladies and gentlemen, the national average and 18 full percentage points. Let's just be generous and round that to 20 points higher than the state of North Carolina's 13 percent increase statewide during that same period. Asheville. Maybe if you were talking Greensboro or Raleigh, Durham area. But you wouldn't expect that. In a little mountain town, would you? Unless it's been overrun by leftist loons at Antifa. Now, I put a tweet out about this uh, when this came out about five days ago. It's been viewed thousands of times, and the comments are unbelievable. Spot on, bro. I know people who have grown up there that cannot believe what's happened to their town. Guys, this is what liberalism does. San Fran, Los Angeles, Chicago. We talk about this every day. This is not a coincidence. This is a pattern. And when these, the, if you want to look at it as a coincidence, Greg, I, as I've often said, when coincidences begin lining up, there are no longer coincidences, or at the very least, it becomes completely legit to ask the question, are these coincidences? Because they're not Asheville Police Department chief David Zach told Fox News in the fall back in, I believe, in October that his department, Asheville, North Carolina, a town of only 90,000 people, has lost more than 100 sworn officers since May of 2020. Wow. A hundred. That's 42 percent of the force operating in that town every single day at a forty two percent loss of police officers. And you have to ask why. Because everything they're doing is failing, not because of what they're doing. Look at the morale. I mean this is just indicative of what's happening. But this Asheville deal is a is, is a really interesting view when you look at a toy you know what you know what's famous, what made Asheville famous years ago? The Biltmore estate there. It's the biggest tourist attraction in Asheville, North Carolina. I know a lot of people who've been there. It was built in 1895. It's massive. It's one of America's castles. It's gorgeous. And it sits in a beautiful area in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And the place is turning into a crap hole, ladies and gentlemen. A crap hole. I wonder if it's Antifa
2: Hotel by now.
1: Yeah, Antifa. I don't think Antifa could afford to stay there. Bunch of little left-wing lunatics. But they've overtaken it. And the comments uh, and some of the comments, when you look at some of these stories, if you go and you do the digging, uh, you see the same thing happening. I don't care. And this is the point of why we're talking about this. First off, if I were to visit Asheville, North Carolina, which I wouldn't do based on what I just told you. I'm not going to go. Why would I go there? If I did go there because I had to go there, oh, I don't know, let's just say for a meeting. Let's say a radio station in Asheville said, dude, we want you to come here. We want to take your show, but we've got a sponsor here locally. We'd like you to meet them and, uh, and help us close them. we We really need to get some sponsorship in here. Can you come help us close the deal? I just did that with a radio station two weeks ago, Greg. I have no problem doing that. I don't care where they're at. This is a really nice hotel, too. Oh, you know, Biltmore? Yep, yep. In that estate? It. It's, absolutely, it's absolutely beautiful. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's a castle. Maybe if you just go there and stay there and then leave and drive home, okay. All-inclusive type place. But as we go to the break, I, I wouldn't, if I had to go there, I'm going, I'm going armed. I'm going heavily armed. I'm going to go there heavily armed. and That's the point. That's what's happening to America's cities that are run by Democrats. That's why we point that out. When we come back, I'm going to do what I've been doing over the last few days. I'm going to read you some new gun control measures that have recently passed in an American city. And as I go through those again, and these are really going to anger you, I won't tell you where it is until we're, at, we're finished with that particular particular topic in the segment. I'll get it out. I'll spit it out. I promise. But it's fun to do. And then even funner than that is going to be telling you the source of it and read you some of the comments. You'll get a kick out of it back right after this. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back indeed. Mark Walters here in the Six Hour Studios. Crossbreed holsters. Mike fired up for you. All of it brought to you today by X Insurance. Defender Coffee, great company. Started my day with it again today. And Greg, I don't know the name of the roast. I think it's the Revolution Roast. All right. And I, it was sent to me by Derek and the family over at Defender Coffee over the holidays. Hey, man, you got to check out this new roast. And it's really good. But this is the second time. Now, I don't know this to be the case. Maybe it's just a fluke. I drink a lot of coffee. I am, I'm not one of those people that drinks more than I should. I'm not a person that gets up in the morning and says, oh, I can't start my day without my coffee. I just like having a cup of coffee in the day You know, to start my day. It's not a big deal. But this stuff, both times I've had it, it's really woke me up. (laughs) Okay. So I don't know if it's higher caffeine or not. But all of the coffee over, it's not the militia roast. I usually drink the Liberty Roast. But suffice to say, guys, Defender Coffee, we do start our day here. My wife loves it. She's a huge coffee drinker and really does. That's not Defender. Put that other stuff in there. I want the regular stuff we drink. And what we drink is the Liberty Roast. It's organic and it's great. DefenderCoffee.com, use the promo code AAR. They've been longtime contributors and partners to this radio program, and we love them very much. And their product is Dynamite. You'll love it. Because each sip you take supports the Second Amendment. When I order my coffee and I get a bag delivered, you know, I, I don't know if you know this or not, Greg, but I also have bags sent to David Codri every month. Oh, really? Oh, him and his wife are loving it. They just, every time he gets it, it's, sometimes it screws me up because sometimes we drink more coffee than we normally do. And I'll get a note that says your Defender Coffee order delivered. And I'm looking around. I'm going outside. I'm looking in the garage. And they put it. And they go, oh, that's the coffee that delivered at David's house. And then mine shows up about a day later. But you support the Second Amendment because you tell them where you want portion of the profits to go. Second Amendment Foundation is a choice. Obviously, we're big fans of the Second Amendment Foundation here. So make sure to check out DefenderCoffee.com. All right. Back to... We're, we're going to hide the name of this city again. But we've done this for the last few days, and I kind of like doing this. This one's going to be more fun than the other days. If you're just joining us, over the last few days, I've read you some gun control activity in various state legislatures. This is In this particular case, it is a city council, a board of supervisors. Now, keep in mind, when I said it's a board of supervisors, these are nothing but glorified homeowners association left wing lunatics. Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving anything away because what we've been doing, ladies and gentlemen, is we've been going through the list of this nonsense and then seeing if you can figure out what city or state we're talking about. In this case, it's a board of supervisors. And again, I, I, I mean that seriously. These are nothing but a bunch of angry people who haven't made it in their real lives. It just HOA people that want to somehow exert control and power over people by being a bunch of jerks, essentially. Now, I'm not saying every HOA is like that. I'm just saying every HOA I've had to deal with can be like that, or at least one or, the two, one or two people on those boards. So anyway, here we go. Let's start here. This is a board of supervisors who unanimously approved new gun control measures two days ago. And I'm not going to tell you why, because it might give it away. We'll go there. But their aim was, and I quote, to tighten regulation of gun sales and possession in the county. And to support future gun safety legislation. And that's a statement from the board's executive office. I'm not going to waste time reading the statement. Or even paraphrasing it, because we'll—I guess by doing this, we're essentially doing that. But get this: one of the motions, and these are all proof, by the way, would ban the sale of 50-caliber guns and ammunition in unincorporated areas of the county. Mm-hmm. It would also, yeah, because I haven't you heard about that mass shooting with the 50-cal? Uh, of, co- of course, I have. Of course, you have not, because it's never <laughs> happened. So we have to ban that because of criminal activity by somebody else that used a handgun. But 50 caliber, they got to go. Why? Ladies and gentlemen, this is low-hanging fruit. This is the assault weapon trick and technique. Demonize it, get the media to help do it, create the narrative, drive the narrative, push the narrative. Three to four years into it, hammer kids with it, get a generation involved, and then go after banning it. 50 cows, low hanging fruit, fits right with the plan. Boom. That's why they do this. It would also prohibit the possession of firearms on county property. But that's not all. It would also prohibit the possession of firearms on county property, including for those with concealed carry permits. Who are now able to be on county property and have caused count them zero problems because law abiding people with concealed carry permits are not the problem. So there's that it further. It, it goes it, it gets deeper. It further requests implementing zoning regulations with a 1000 foot buffer buffer. Listen to the words, a buffer, Between firearm sellers and child sensitive areas. Now, Greg, I'm going to put your photograph up here for those watching in high definition, because I have a really cool photograph of you that if some people saw at night, you coming at them looking like this might be scared of you. (laughs) Unless they were in the safe buffer zone, then they wouldn't be because they would know that you weren't a criminal and weren't armed because Uh. no criminal. Right. See, you get the idea. But I want your opinion on this. Explain to me, keeping in mind the context of what we did in Georgia when we wiped out the public gathering. When I ask you, what is a public gathering?
0: Yeah. Anything.
1: What is a child
2: sensitive area? Uh, Well, we're on. Uh, there, There's several child-sensitive areas that come to mind that are outside of the home, and I'm hoping that they're considering a child-sensitive area being outside of the home because, essentially, you could say that your home is a child-sensitive area, and so now you have to have a 1,000-foot buffer of your firearms from your home. But... We'll see if the Karens on this board of supervisors feel that way uh, as time goes on. I'm going to assume a child-sensitive zone is most likely a school's preschool, daycare, uh, probably anywhere children could be at, like playgrounds or potentially, I mean, grocery stores. Could you consider a grocery store a child sensitive area? I think Walmart might. I've qualify. seen
1: lots of children. Yeah. Lots of children. I've seen lots of children. So shopping centers potentially. Um, How about we go even further? How about we go sidewalks?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That, bus stops.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was going to get there. Schools? A, a, a school. A, anywhere. So what this is, is anywhere. A child could be, which is essentially everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. See Maryland. Our conversation about Maryland the other day. Yep. Everywhere. That's what this. This what the language is designed to do. Now, remember, ladies and gentlemen, I told you this is a, a glorified homeowner. This is a board of supervisors, a county board of supervisors. Remember, they're infringing on the Second Amendment, which is a constitutional right. Constitutional right, Congress, President, constitutional right, state government, state legislative bodies, mayors, city councils, county supervisors, HOAs. You're at the bottom of the barrel with these people, ladies and gentlemen, and we're talking about infringements on constitutional rights. So I'm going to continue. Because additionally, gun dealers in unincorporated areas of their county would need to maintain security cameras and a fingerprint log. Mmm Fingerprint log. Why not an Iris scan, FFL dealers, <clears throat> federally licensed dealers, have to maintain security cameras and a fingerprint log. And here's where I'll finish with their quote here, because they congressional leaders have not acted. We have found actions we can take at the county level to protect lives, said Janice Hahn in the statement from the board. We'll be right back.
5: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Ah, back to the show indeed. Final segment of hour
1: one. Hour two will be an encore. We'll be running, well, Greg, what are we running? From 2 to? Uh, yeah. I believe the yep. second hour? Yep. About California's nonsense? Uh, that's correct. Okay, six-hour studios lit up. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. Crossbreed Mike fired up. X-Insurance presenting all of it. Video brought to you by Daniel Defense and Led Slingers. Visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. And I'm going out of my way here to ask you to go out of your way to buy something from my pillow. Use the promo code AAR. Spend 20 bucks over there and support Armed American Radio. Use the promo code AAR. Take advantage of the discounts available to you. You get all the discounts that you hear Mike talk about. Whatever you see, wherever you see it. By using the AAR promo code, that simply signifies, hey, we support you for supporting Armed American Radio. It is vital. We need your help to do these things. And these shows six days a week, believe me. So please, help us out. 14 years. We can't go another 14 years without you. And we're going to be here a lot longer than 14 years. We need you to do it. All right. I guess it's time. If, if you're just joining us, I'm going to have to ask you to go back and get the podcast for all of it. I don't have time to recoup it because I have some other things I want to talk about before the hour goes. Because more fun than going through these county supervisor board nonsense infringements of your constitutional rights, which is basically just a glorified homeowners association, bunch of losers, is where the column was published and the comments below the the article, particularly because of where the the com the 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 as fubula the the. True international depression. I was in foot him. Uh, foot, 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 foot. I'll well, get it out. Now in. I've, I've even forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> where it was posted. In the comments. Where, where, where it was True posted. True international depression. There you go. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to tell you where that was. But I'm not yet done with their prohibitions. We'll do that quickly. Take a listen to this board supervisor, Hilda Salas. Gun-related violence will continue to cause mass damage, trauma, and harm if we do not take the necessary steps. Now, here's how they justify themselves. At all levels of government. Meaning, even in our lowly HOA, basically, that's what she's saying. Other measures are aimed, because there are more, at the responsible use of firearms. The responsible use of firearms, including the adoption of safe storage practices by gun owners and mandatory possession of liability insurance as well as the display of warning signs where guns are sold. Okay, stop with the sigh. I hear the sigh. I was gearing up because I've had a thought. (laughs) The measure would also, ladies and gentlemen, require licensed FFLs to complete annual training provided by the state's Department of Justice. I'll tell you who needs training. These idiots need training. Yes, they do. This is California. This is the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors. Mm -hmm. As if LA and California don't already have. Because, like we, yeah, it was was Ryan Petty the other day, Parkland dad, in his column at BearingArms.com, said California always seems to be just one gun control law away all the time it's always just one more law one more law one more law here's where it was published the huffington post oh of course that's as far left as you can get yeah it's pretty bad take a listen to the first i'm going to read these in order comment number one i've reduced the epidemic down to terms that even a california county supervisor can understand the problem is the people who commit the crimes not the devices they use See, wasn't that simple These are not comments you would normally expect to see on HuffPo. Number two, should work out great for the first thing criminals do is check out the laws they're about to break. Should really make the public safer. Sarcasm if you are slow. Number three, from Steve. Elites are telling us which parts of the Bill of Rights are okay for us. Soft on crime, millions of people just walking across our borders, prices through the roof, vilify the police, take rights away from law-abiding citizens. This will not end well for the everyday people. Now, keep in mind what we were talking about with Asheville, North Carolina as well. When you hear about this stuff, 50 caliber guns, this is comment number four. Seriously, when was the last time you heard of anyone using a 50 cal to commit any crime? Six one, Fifth one down. No, the problem is lack of prosecution of current gun laws seventh one down sixth one whatever i lock count. love watching county officials wasting taxpayer money the county will face a lawsuit and lose next one down i'm not skipping any there is not a law in the world that would stop criminals they don't obey the law now do you understand mr mike next one down why do some people have so much trouble learning from what is happening around them mass shootings do not occur when the victims are armed That is because the mass shooters look for targets that are unarmed and won't shoot back. People who think they can eliminate shootings by disarming the victims have already been proven to be wrong. Folks have died because these people will not accept the fact that law enforcement cannot stop attacks. Criminals will always be able to get guns because they are criminals. Many government officials are provided with armed bodyguards. Wealthy people can hire armed bodyguards. The rest of us also have the right to protect ourselves and our loved ones. How many more must die before they stop disarming the public and turning them into victims? Next one. First step is to take away, and I know you'll like this one, Greg, all federal and state's congressional persons' armed security. Then we can have a discussion. Next one down. Isn't it unconstitutional for cities to pass gun legislation that is even more restrictive than the state? Mm-hmm. Next one down. This guy's sign is wrong. Guns are not the problem. Guns don't pull the trigger themselves. People pull the trigger. John, next one down. California should make crime illegal next. Maybe that will help. (laughs) Next one down. The problem is not guns, but liberals and communists and Nazis always embracing the same ideology. Get guns out of people's hands so they can control them. Not going to happen. Constitution is the law of the land. Mm -hmm. Next one down. Meaningless legislation. Mm -hmm. And I go on and on. This is from Huffington Post. Uh, They're waking up. What does that tell you? What that tells me is people are getting the message here. You've got a normally if you saw this on a left wing rag two, three, four years ago, you'd have nothing but anti gun gun prohibitionist gun grabber all over this thing. They would be applauding. Sherry says, what good will that do? Both of the Asian mass shooters use guns that were legally acquired. Killers are going to find a way no matter how many laws, rules, or restrictions are in place.
2: Oh, bingo.
1: There you go. Blaming the gun for shooting is like blaming the spoon for you being fat. (laughs) These laws will do nothing to curb the violence. We don't need more gun control. We need more criminal control. And then the next one. Ah, yes, because we all can see how the previous gun control measures helped. You can't fix stupid. Nobody's above the law of the land, the Constitution. Lunatics always try to take control over people. So did the communists, the Nazis, and on and on. People are getting the message, even the people reading the left-wing gibberish over at places like the Huffington Post. It's very encouraging to see that commentary on and on and on below that article. Because I can promise you HuffPo, and by the way, this was published out at Yahoo News is where I picked it up. Not some right-wing extremist bastion of conservative news, as they would like to call it. But Huffington Post. Fascinating stuff. It really, truly is. But it's just another sign, ladies and gentlemen, that when you get rid of all the goop, all the gobbledygook, all the mess... We're winning. The message is getting through. It is getting through. You just have to kind of drill down a little bit deeper than the headlines. That's why you can't just skim a headline and think you know what's going on. You got to go down into the weeds. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is going to get up and do it again tomorrow because they don't want us talking about this stuff. So enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow.